This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ann Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture. And I got my brother with me, Jay. What up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything was Poppin'. And this week, we bring to you... The This Week in Culture review of Shooting Stars on Peacock, um, the LeBron James Spring Hill produced movie based on his high school basketball career and that team, one of the best teams in high school basketball history, um, starring a couple of our pod favorites, man. We had uh, Wood Harris in there. Yeah. Um, my man, Caleb McLaughlin from... Uh, from Stranger Things was yep. in there, um, getting his acting on. My man Algie Smith was in LG, there. Yeah. Algie was in the building. Um, it was a lot of good folks in there, man. My man uh, from, uh, Cuddy from The Wire. Oh man, uh, shit! What is his real name, dog? Cuddy from The Wire. <laughs> also that, also that, right? And um, and he was in Walking Dead. You yeah, man, me? he was in uh, All American. He was Spence Dad, like yeah. he, in mad shape, bro. Um, really good actors in here, man, and a, a really note. solid project. What's up? This is the perfect time. Did you know that Tanks Davis trainer mm-hmm. is who Cuddy from the Wire is based off of? Yes. I didn't know that till recently, yeah. but I learned it recently. Yeah, because he was the boxing coach yeah, and everything yep, like that. Yep. Tank Davis's trainer um, is Cuddy from the Wire. Yeah, yeah. I learned that very recently. Um, and I love that too. I just, I like adding like little layers and shit like that to. Because The Wire, quote unquote, was not a real story, but all them characters was based off real people. Yeah. yeah. Even um, Omar. Yeah. And Omar's character, and what's so crazy is like the real people that these people was based off of was in The Wire. Yeah. They all were had added a role. In. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's funny, all like, the characters. Even if there was an extra, they, had a, they were in there. All the characters in Shooting Stars. The real actors, yeah, or I'm sorry, that the people that the actors were portraying, yeah, they were all in the movie. So the old guy that used to be in the in the wire, yeah, old guy used to be in the in the church, yeah, yeah, that was Avon Barsdale, yeah, that was um Little Melvin, yeah, Little Melvin getting who he used to get that boy, Little Melvin was getting a bag back in the day in Baltimore, DC, man, um, yeah, a lot of. I love when when films or TV shows do that. Where like, yo, we're paying homage to specific people from a real time and a real era, but and this, we're gonna also get them some some love in this shit. And it started with the corner facts. So the facts. corner was also based off a true story. Also, David Simon, the woman who came, Mama and Menace played. Yeah, she was actually in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, at one of the houses, she was like doing a reception at one of like the um, the AA centers or some shit like yeah. that. But she was actually in the movie and shit. Uh, that was I, I got to figure out where the corner is at. 
like so digitally. They don't have it anywhere. This is like a real weird thing because it's never been available. Yeah, somebody. The last time we talked about it, somebody, somebody tagged, tagged us in, us in it. it. Yeah, and I wish I had that. I tag. feel like it was a YouTube something, I, but it could have been a Twitter. No, I clip. think it's somebody like well, we can, you can like purchase it, and I I screenshot it was on it. Amazon. It was someone on Amazon. I had screenshotted it, but like I screenshot so much shit that it is lost in four thousand screenshots. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely difficult for so me. So if find you're still listening, tap in, tag me again. Give you a shout out to Pod um, as, if, as a gift or some shit. <laughs> oh yeah, I think they sent us this. It's a DVD, but okay. I need a digital. And granted, yo, salute to the DVD. Yo, I would I'm just gonna buy that DVD and then rip it. And uh, and then just have it burnt somewhere yeah. on the computer. Yeah, interesting. My pop still got a DVD player, so I can go watch it over there. But either way, man. Um, I got a PS one, two, and three. So oh yeah, well there you go. Um, but yo, man. Uh, shooting stars. Five, but, story know. about LeBron James and his high school Shout team. Out to Spring Hill. Shout Missionary out to Spring Baptist Hill. <laughs> you know the the real Spring Hill. <laughs> um, but no, it was uh, it was about him and his group of friends at their high school, St. Vincent, St. Mary, um, and really just all the things that they did as they went from freshman at the high school to becoming this just largely popular, wildly fucking exciting high school basketball team to watch, man. I'm, I'm sure you remember when Bron made his way through Detroit. When yeah. that was popping, yeah, I did. Um, I remember that. I remember the Carmelo Oak Hill game, like, cause I, these was big I, moments, bro. Cause like, why would I? Why do I know who Oak Hill is? Come on, man. You Come feel on, me? man. Cause they kept saying, "Oh, I'm like, why the fuck do I know Oak Hill?" But that's that game that was yeah. on ESPN. That was the game, bro. That was and uh, notice, Melo wasn't in that game because Melo was at Syracuse, so he was doing his first year. Um, but the game Melo played. They washed them, <laughs> got them smooth out the paint, man. Um, but it was just, it was such, so Bron and his friends in real life and in the show, they all became this group of people in a AAU team, right? The shooting stars that the movie's based on. Before we jump into it, yeah. how'd you like the movie? I really enjoyed it, dog. Um, yo, <laughs> too, dog. yo, I didn't think I was. I didn't think so. And it's funny because there were a couple scenes, literally just a couple, where I was like, Okay, they had the ABC family this moment out a little bit. Um, but for the most part, this was a very good movie, man. It didn't feel so like children family focused that I felt like mm, this some young shit. But then it also felt like, yo, you could watch this with your kids. I, also, I don't have kids, but I would watch it with my kids if I had them. I also failed to realize how close in age LeBron is to myself. Yeah, he's a year younger than me. He's born and barely in a year. 84, right? Yeah. And like um, he's like December 84. Yeah, he like yeah, he's like late 84. Yeah. And I'm like I'm 82. Early. Yeah. First quarter 82. Um but I be forgetting. So like some of the music and some of the clothes and yeah. shit like that I was like yo, I remember growing up on this shit too. Man. Granted, 3 years or or, or, yeah. or so in a older. different yeah. Uh but uh yeah, he came out what, 04? Yep. He got in the league That's in 04? That's when he got drafted, 04. So this funny story, because it was in the movie. Um, when LeBron got, when it was found out that LeBron had the Hummer. Yeah. There was a big conversation Man, about that was such a thing, bro. Me, Jason Johnson, uh, while driving down Michigan Avenue, called into the radio station. Yeah. To talk about it. Okay. And it was like, how do you feel? Yeah. And Man. I actually called to the radio station. And got on air. 
Now that I think about this shit Like yo this Jay on WJLB What's so crazy is I actually interviewed On Shop Talk Podcast The radio personality Who took that call And I literally forgot about that Until this very moment Yeah Wow um, But I called in Basically was like I was I was supporting her brother Yeah Like listen We all know this nigga About to be a millionaire <laughs> next year Of course the bank Gonna get him like Like I can borrow money from my family for the next couple of months. We 100% know that he is going to the league. He's good for that. He's good to the money. Why y'all acting? Y'all trying to make him seem like he was a bad guy. He's Mm -hmm. taking money and this and that. Well, guess what? There's no rules against you taking money in college. I mean, in high school or college. It's not against the law. Yeah. It may be against y'all principles. Yeah. I I can always take the money. So the Hummer controversy, if you will, right? Nothing ever really became of that. It was a story. And it was a lot of convo on ESPN and on the local radio stations and all that. But the real thing that he got in trouble for is the, well, I ain't going to say the one thing that wasn't accurate in the in the movie, but it was one of them things that kind of changed a little bit. Because in the movie, yo, he innocently got a jersey from a fan, but it was so random that I felt like, yo, Bron knew that he, he just had to throw something in there. Well, I don't know that that's not what, because ain't that what he said no, happened no. too? So the thing that really happened, or what he was accused of. Yeah. Was signing an autograph in exchange for two throwback jerseys. Yeah. So in this one, he didn't sign an autograph for nothing. He took a picture with Dog, and Dog gave him a random West Unsell jersey, and that's what Bron said happened. He ain't in signed real- nothing. No, he ain't signed it. Oh no, that was just him and Savannah. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, it was. It looked the same. Yeah, yeah. He had signed an autograph for some other people, and then he came. And up. me and Dog ran up with the jersey. But in real life, they said he signed the, the autograph in exchange for two jerseys worth like eight hundred dollars, and um, he got suspended jerseys, for the shit. Nigga, I'm seventeen. Give me that Man. fucking jersey. My mama poor as fuck. Man, and like this was the throwback era, bro. Do you know what I would have did nigga? for two throwbacks? All I needed to do was sign. Come on, a track like da da throwback jersey in a fitted. Come on, bro. And he already had on the Oakland Raiders jersey when he got the West Unsell jersey. I'm like, yo, who who gave you that? Who gave you the Rod Woodson or whatever the fuck he was wearing on the damn Raiders, dog? But um, I did notice the the little little changes like that. Um, or that's what happened. Or that's what happened. Either way, because in the movie, I will say 100%, I was confused at why that wasn't innocent. Like, yo, bro, I took a picture with dog. He gave me this jersey. <laughs> Fuck, I was supposed to throw the jersey away, give it to my coat. Like, what do I do with the jersey? Like, so whether I whether I gave you the, the jersey for an autograph or I gave you the jersey for, for a picture, it's the same act. Yeah. You did something for me, I gave you the jersey. I didn't know that we was entering some sort of binding contract. And, and here's the thing. You didn't give me the jersey and then I took the picture. I took the picture after you said, hey, man, you like uh, what's on sale? I bet Hell you yeah, watched that. Like, oh. I, how did this come about? Man. Who told? Come on, bro. Who's like, yo, I, I paid him for that. I'm like, the dog put the picture in the post or some shit? Like, what the... He was in the Akron post like, hey, look at me and Brian. Like, I don't know, bro. It was weird. It was weird. But I'm glad that Man. in real life and in the movie, he was able to get back to playing with his dogs. I'll be honest with you, though. I did not think I was going to like this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm like not the biggest LeBron fan. I don't dislike him. I don't um, like his fans, which makes it seem like I don't like him. Big facts. Uh, but I, I just did not go on through. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to see a LeBron fluff piece. I basically, I didn't want to see a LeBron fu- a fluff piece. And I don't think it was that. And I end up jo- enjoying them. I watched it last night. I'm smiling, laughing at certain parts. Like, oh, this yeah. funny. 
uh, I thought it was good, man. Yeah, um, I agree. I wasn't looking for. Here's one thing. Sorry, Bron. If you ever catch wind of this, we fuck with you up here. You good with the pod? Send us some West Unsell jerseys. We with the smoke, but <laughs> nobody's ever gonna accuse Bron of being like the most humble person in the world. <laughs> so when I saw that LeBron was doing a movie about LeBron and his friends. I too was ready for like, oh shit, this is about to be the LeBron fest. Like, it's gonna be a fluff piece. Like, this is finna try to make Bron just look like this yeah. great. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, yo, this didn't solely focus on Bron. I, I didn't feel that this was told from LeBron's viewpoint. Yeah. It felt like it was told from Lil Drew's viewpoint. Mm, I see that. Because he was damn near the first person that we saw. Yeah And it was his father And it was him that went Like he did more things Yeah In this movie Than LeBron And it wasn't until later on That I'm thinking like Do y'all know <laughs> Y'all niggas know y'all got LeBron James On your team on, right huh? Come on Cause huh? other nigga was the man Yeah So I I, so I enjoyed it man I Willie McGee When they started high school Willie McGee was that dude he was the one with the height, with the skills. He had blown up during AAU. He was like that guy. And then LeBron, Lil Drew, and um, what was the other man? Seeing. Yeah. They was just like, yo, we we the Fab Four. We come as a crew. We come as a collective. But Willis McGee, he the one. And he was older than him. I think like a year ahead of them. So they called him Unk. And that was just the thing, right? So when it was time to go to high school, in the movie... They made the decision to go to St. Vincent, St. Mary. And the way they portrayed it was because Lil Drew going to the to the hood school, going to Bucktel. Yeah. They portrayed it like basically he knew if he went to Bucktel, which is where all the dudes from where they come from go hoop, he wasn't going to be a starter because he was too little. So he convinced the coach in the movie at St. Vincent, St. Mary's, let me get on. Let us. I bring my crew. I start for you. I also had no idea about none of this shit. And I never was invested in LeBron's basketball career um, in high school um, because, like, they jumped out the window mm. way too quick. Like, it was early. It was early. That was the first time we seen a high school basketball game on ESPN. Yeah, calling him the chosen one. That and, wasn't the McDonald's game. Yeah, he yeah. was. A, he was ESPN. He was gonna be Michael Jordan and everything. And like later in the film, a guy from Sports Illustrated he was like, "Yo, he's gonna be the next Michael Jordan." Like. Kobe Bryant, we already Kobe Bryant's already the next Michael Jordan. Yeah, he's man. gonna be the next Kobe. Like Kobe's too young to have a next Kobe. Yeah, that's why I felt. I feel it. It was very early, and going into that 04 draft, Carmelo had just had one of, if not the best freshman season in NCAA history. Right, coming off of one of the most celebrated high school careers in high school basketball. So it was like. Yo, how we just like touting this dude from the school in Akron that I had never heard of. And it's like, I just watched Melo win on the collegiate level, right? Like, big time. Fuck state championships. Bro, Syracuse just beat everybody, dog. And Melo led it. So I was a little, and I was also like, yo, how we just skipping what D-Wade had just did in the tournament with Marquette? So I was very like jaded when Bron came in, dog. I watched, that's when I, I first was. saw D-Wade Because D-Wade was Hey Y'all could talk all the little shit Y'all want about D-Wade and Gabby On that court Especially coming out of Marquette D-Wade was a fucking animal dog. The way I feel This is gonna sound wild The way I feel about D-Wade Is the way I feel about T.I. <laughs> like my nigga You can't tell me nothing Man. About 
couple years ago, T.I. Man. Like, you can't tell me about, like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Whatever wild shit he do now, mm-hmm. I'll just stop listening after 2012 yeah. or some yeah. shit like that. But first four to five album, T.I.? Come on, bro. Uh, Legend. Legend. Uh, D-Wade before he retired. <laughs> like, Because, hey. Say what you want about, like, right now, nigga, I'll, I'm straight. But. No, D-Wade from... <laughs> Season one to retirement, <laughs> bro. He was that. He yeah. really was that, bro. Yeah, like he sure. third best shooting guard ever, in my opinion. Like I'm not. I'm done arguing it, bro. D Wade was really him, and y'all yeah. gotta respect it. I just, dog. I just, I just, I saw this argument, and we're not about to have it. Here. No, 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 no. I saw this argument last week on the, on the internet and the interwebs, and I just vehemently disagree. Um, Niggas do not put enough respect on Clyde Drexler's name because you wasn't outside. Come on, man. I was barely Come on, outside. Man. Come on, man. I don't think y'all have. Y'all don't I, know the Glide. I don't think, and I get it. When y'all saw Jordan beating the, like, y'all yeah, think that yeah. you do not understand how good Clyde the Glide. Come on, man. Two-time oh, NBA champion, Balding at twenty-four <laughs> is come on. Because if, if if you gonna give me a top five shooting guards of all time, yeah. he is on the list. Facts, facts, one hundred percent over Reggie Miller. Facts, Reggie Shooter, the whole night. Like, and Reggie was a cold-blooded motherfucker. Like, but sorry, before like I understand the D Way argument, but to me it was always Jordan, Kobe. Drexler or or Wade, I can accept D Wade. Yeah, yeah, I can't like I can I can accept D Wade for yeah, sure. Yeah. But like if we got four, got to be Clyde Drexler. I'm not mad at it. You know who four is never gonna be? James Harden. J- James is like six for me though. He up there, dog. <laughs> James a dog. But let me tell you, four is never gonna be. And this is my guy for what he did on the back end of his career, <laughs> Jerry West. <laughs> Y'all gotta stop. I just y'all I, gotta stop. I wasn't outside. It don't matter. No, but it matters only because I didn't see it live. True. And had I seen it live, I would have saw him lose mad championships. Well, we seen LeBron lose mad championships. That's why we gonna talk about high school. <laughs> we seen we seen LeBron lose. Don't mad. get me started on that. Because I'll LeBron. When you hear this, I need you to know <laughs> I am purposely not talking about my. NBA LeBron feelings, bro. I am yeah. talking high school only. But Jerry West, y'all finna stop putting him up there. Um, when y'all do y'all top ten list, y'all finna stop trying to force uh, some of these cats in there, dog. But listen, believe it or not, that's how niggas feel about some of the all-time greats that we seen play from the nineties. They feel that same way because, mm-hmm. like, they wasn't outside. Man, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't see it live. They don't know what the competition in the field looks like. You're not going to Bob Cousy me to death. Niggas is like, you're not going to Reggie Miller me to death. Because they'll look at the stats as far as three-point shooting yeah, and say, yeah. Reggie Miller ain't got shit on Steph Curry, but this is a different game. Yeah, yeah. Like, Steph Curry in, like, one year shot more than three-pointers than Reggie did his whole career. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Man. so when you look, like, Larry Bird. Has not shot a lot of three pointers in his. Ooh, how it looks. They gonna it, make me. <laughs> when we grew up, it looked like that nigga was so cold from three point. He, Man. The game just did not call for Larry's back gave out before he got to the halfway mark of where Steph and them is at, bro. We, they just didn't shoot threes like that. Yeah. If but Larry three, was a cold blooded motherfucker. If three out. point shooting, because they. was a thing. Yeah. There was nothing in my heart that 
thinks Jordan wouldn't have been one of the coldest three-point shooters of all yeah. time. Because he's just he that. Yeah. He's, he's just that. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the thing? You weren't going to tell Jordan he couldn't have been that. And when you look at his three-point percentage overall, it's crazy. So the, 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 the Jordan shrug, okay, yeah. is two things. Okay. Uh, and this, this, is, this is definitely full circle moment. Oh, shit. The night before, Jordan up playing cards, playing poker, smoking cigars with the niggas and Magic Johnson. Yeah. Magic Johnson says, Clyde giving you buckets tomorrow, my nigga. <clears throat> I don't think <clears throat> that much better than Clyde Drexler. Come on, nah. Guess who was calling the game that night? Who? Magic Johnson was calling that game. <laughs> so when he busts the Portland for six three-pointers in a row, yeah. he looked at Magic Johnson in his face and that Jordan Shrug was to Magic Johnson. Like, like, and the reason, what you gonna do? And the reason people think Clyde wasn't as good as he was is because of them series with the Bulls, Bulls versus yeah. Blazers. Yeah. And Jordan went to task with him. I, that's Terry Porter fault And gave him He gave him that work Because Magic Johnson Instigated that shit Man. But that, that shrug Was literally To Magic Johnson Yeah Magic Johnson Even explained this shit That's how I know <laughs> He yeah. was like yeah, The night before A nigga looked I at me And that, gave hey. me that shit Like nigga What's all that shit You talking about Cause where your man's at I don't know Man. He not here <laughs> Like the Jordan shrug Cause we were just Talking about Drexler <laughs> And So it's full circle But um, All that to say It's uh, wild though Cause like Going, taking it back to the movie and just kind of talking, you know, cats who could have did anything, right? When you, the man on your eighth grade AAU team, because I, the way that you kind of saw this movie from Lil Drew's perspective, I, I too agree that I feel like him and his dad kind of led the vantage point of the movie, but I really did watch the movie from Lil Drew, LeBron, and Willis McGee's perspective. Yeah, at some then point, was, then, then, was the, then was the three. And, with Willis being uh, the man at AU eighth grade, we go on to ninth grade. I'm that dude in the crew. I am the big four. I'm the one who they know about. When we go to St. Vincent, St. Mary's, they know my name. They don't know none of y'all yet. Bro, you think at that point, like, I'm really finna be him, dog. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna take this team where the fuck. And I read an interesting fact. By their senior year, he was coming off the bench. He wasn't even starting no more. They had him coming off the bench, and the only reason he got his starting spot back is because big dude, seeing he stopped hooping right before the state championship game. Playing football. Playing football. And the, um, the All-American game for football was the same day as the state championship game. And he said, I know if I go to college, it's going to be for football. Yeah. So he played in the All-American game so he could get watched, get some more tape, get a scholarship. And Willis McGee got his starting spot back. But, like, you went from the man, and by the end of y'all senior year, you wasn't even a starter till your man quit the team, bro. That's crazy. Like, that turnaround, that's nuts, dog. But let's talk about— um, Not this Willis McGee, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Yo, why am I— Was this Willis McGee? It might be Willie. It might be Willie McGee. And low-key, that's my bad, because it is Willie McGee. Yeah, it's for sure Willie McGee. That's my bad. Um, but, yeah, because... But not this Willie McGee. No. <laughs> and here's the thing. Willis McGee was that dude. <laughs> Willis McGee was that dude. Um, what'd you think about the chemistry 
with the with the four of them, dog. Like the actors? Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. I thought they was rock. From the beginning of the movie, I thought the four of them was rolling. You know bro. what it reminded me of quite literally? Hmm. It reminded me of the eight mile movie. Mm. Opposite of B yeah, Rabbit. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, cause they had the big dude and all like mm-hmm. they just had fun. And like I can see them all ten, ten freaky, freaky girls inside that chicken. Like literally, cause my man was funny. You know what I'm saying? Like he looks like <laughs> he looks just like him, dog. <laughs> like uh, Anything goes when it comes to yeah. hoes. <laughs> I thought, I thought the movie, I thought it was some fun shit. Like you can watch this shit with the fam, you know what I'm saying? Yo. Like or the kids or whatever. But I, th- <laughs> it had really good chemistry. Yo, bro, <laughs> I didn't like this. The- really happened to me one hour before I came to the pod, and it's funny now because it's all full circle. Random white guy, I'm at Beyond getting a salad. <laughs> Random white guy walks in Beyond, <laughs> comes up to me. <laughs> Bro says had dinner at mom's spaghetti last night. <laughs> I was like, talking to me. <laughs> like, what the fuck just happened? He, uh, he's, this this he nigga was like, He was like, but it's not that good for you. That's why I gotta get some beyond. I'm, he said, I'm gonna juice it out. I was like, bro, why are you talking to me? Have you about ever mom's seen spaghetti? this place? Mom's spaghetti? Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to go, but that line be crazy. I just wanted to try it. Where's that? I know it's downtown. When you're when you're on Woodward, just past the Fillmore, you know where uh, Union Restaurant is, like right there, like literally right past the Fillmore. Okay. Um, it's a restaurant called Union. When you go to the corner of that, it's an alley. Hook it right. It's a window in the alley. Is that's that Mom's the re- Spaghetti. Is Union is the joint that's like damn near connected to? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Fillmore and the Fox, all that. So when you hook the right at the corner of that building, in that alley, it's a random like takeout window. That's Mom's Spaghetti. Yo, shout out to uh, Tibby's. Soul food. Okay, shout so, out to Tibby's. It sound black. It's for sure. It's on okay. 8 Mile. Okay. It's right around the corner from my crib. Okay. I never in the history of my life saw this place here before. Mm. So I'm just randomly driving and I see it and I go up in there. I'm like, let me, it's soul food. Let me try the mac and cheese mm-hmm. and the spaghetti. Because I got to go at that first. Because if, if y'all don't get these two things right, I know y'all not going to be good with the soul food. Yeah. So I said, yeah. let me get some mac and cheese and some spaghetti. They bring out the mac and cheese. They was like, it's not really ready. Mm-hmm. It's done, but it probably need about 20 more minutes to sit. I said, I respect that because you're not just going to give me anything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like it look, that. It looked good as fuck. She I like the top of it But it ain't good. ready. Yeah. No, said, but yeah. it need to sit in this little, yeah. out there in the front. Like, it need to sit for like 20 more minutes. Okay. i like, I respect I respect that. how you talking to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I let me get the, let me get the spaghetti though. They gave me a little spaghetti. I paid like $6 for it. Went to the crib. And like, I've never bought spaghetti from a, a soul food space. I don't think I have either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I still want to see if it's. Yeah, do it hit the way I'm yeah. used to. Yeah. I went to the crib. It's the best fucking spaghetti I've ever <laughs> 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 Nigga, I fucked that shit up in a little styrofoam cup. And f- that shit was amazing. So I went back the other day and got some mac and cheese, got some greens, because I'm still in my testing phase. Yeah. Fucking fire. Like Damn. fire Tibbies Tibbies It's like 8 Mile On the other side of Telegraph Yeah It's damn near Before you get to Refford You okay. know what I'm saying Okay like, Yo This shit is amazing I told And then Nice ladies Cash only Yeah So you notice that Yeah they not playing <laughs> If I could use my card You off to a bad start Yeah Have you been to uh, What's the soul food spot They kind of ODN on I asked about it on Facebook Lily Mays You been to Lily Mays On Northwestern I haven't but the episode we did on Shop Talk a couple weeks ago, 
probably a couple months ago now when Skeechy was on there. Yeah. That's his, one of his that's his spot. Gotcha. Him and a couple other people. I haven't been there yet. Um, but he said he told me to come down there. I have yeah. not been there yet. But I know they be it be jumping. Soul food and partying. Yeah. It shit. be jumping. Like people keep telling me, Oh, you gotta hear brunch. I'm like, I don't like you like y'all's like party brunches. I don't wanna do that. Like I'm there for the food and the food only. Um, but a couple people told me like you want to eat there. Don't do the carry out. It could change the whole like dynamic of your food. Um, so I'm like, damn, all right, I got to go for like lunch or dinner or something during uh, the week. For, for, for Skeechee Michi. Okay. Um, good guy, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to go. It's five right. minutes from my job. You cannot judge a book by the cover. Yeah. I'll just say that. You're yeah. looking at Skeechee. Good guy, though. Yeah. If I get... um. If I get a day in the office where I feel like eating something a little you know what? on the heavier I'm side, I'm going to pull up. I'm off this Friday. Uh, depending on what time I, I get my windows tinted. Yeah. Okay, okay. Talk, talk that shit. <laughs> I, I'm not going to the... <laughs> damn, I'm about to say some... <laughs> I'm not going to... The, <laughs> if this was Patreon... Anything goes when it comes to... <laughs> if this was Patreon, I would say it, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to the four-letter word. Oh, okay? man. But, uh, I'm That's going to, funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm out in Troy. I'll just say that. Uh uh, I don't know what time they uh they finish. I'm gonna slide out there for some maybe some brunch or something. Oh man, let me know if you end up going that way, bro. Yeah. My, you know my Fridays be pretty light. I don't typically do shit after like twelve. So yeah, uh, yeah man, I, I might pull up, man. Get some get some lunch, get some brunch, whatever they got going on, man. He I told just... me to ask for something when I go there too. He was okay. like, make sure you ask for for this. Mm. I'm like, all right. Got to figure that out. We need go, all the specials, man. Go look at the clips I posted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. We talked about some of the Wire alum being in this joint. We talked about my man, Caleb McLaughlin, Stranger Things alum. We had a power alum in here, LeBron's mom. Yeah. Uh, Natalie Paul, shout out to her. She played uh, Jukebox's girlfriend in season three. She was the nurse that helped give 50 back to, uh, to health, you know, jacked him off to make sure or gave him something to jack off to. You know, he used her body to jack off. Listen to episode 316 if you want to know what that means. Man, I'm trying to debate if I want to say this shit or not. Uh, <laughs> Anything goes when it comes to... <laughs> I mean, I thought we had some pretty cool casting in this yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But when it... <laughs> when it came to LeBron Mama... <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, he never been this cool. <laughs> 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 LeBron, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if y'all heard that, okay. But if not, Yo, man. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Say, damn, Delonte. <laughs> <laughs> you know what she looked like? Huh? She looked like was that Scrappy old baby mama? Oh, uh, the Bam Bambi. <laughs> no, the other one, the the original uh, hip hop Atlanta was. Oh shit! Um, hold on. Erica, yeah. yeah, that's who she came. I'm like, I can she, see that. She I can see like, that. You know, Erica used to be. <laughs> I don't know what she was like, nah, because it's been ten years since uh, I watched man. that shit. So you know what's funny, man? I was uh, I was reading some shit on like the real them, <laughs> and it was like one thing that was left out of the movie. 
It was like them niggas was partying, boy. They was like they was rock stars in Akron. Like if it was a party, some liquor and some drugs, they was there. They was like they ain't do a lot of drugs. They just smoked, but yeah. they was like them boys was. They in the only street. got it one time. Yeah, you know what yeah. yeah. They and they gave us that, but they only gave us like LeBron really wilding. I'm like yo. Who knew? <laughs> I know he drink wine now. Yeah, <laughs> that boy came hung over to the joint a couple uh, times. Yeah, but they was like, yo, in in real life, they was fooling. They also said, um, in the movie, him and Savannah met at the party, and he spilled a drink on her, then gave her his hoodie or his jacket or something so she covered a stain up. But they was like, in reality, they met at one of his football games. And then after the game Yeah they didn't even mention His football Cause him and my man yeah, Probably playing football Together yeah. and shit And they was like After the game He told a mutual friend Cause she ain't go to that school She went to Bucktool So they was like He told a mutual friend Like yo Put me on On Savannah And then they got Linked up later So it happened A little different But yeah Interesting they didn't Mention nothing about Him playing football Or oh boy Yeah I, I think that's kinda Because The story wasn't To be perfectly honest because the story wasn't only about the right, it was about all of them. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. about, it's not a LeBron story. Mm-mm. Even though it was a LeBron story. But I think that's what made it really effective, right? Like, if you're going off the, the marketing for the movie or even just what your own thoughts about LeBron might tell you, you might not watch this movie, but I'm definitely giving this a, a ant stamp of approval of this week in culture stamp. Like, big shot, big this is very good, dog. And it, it gave us some layers, right? Because um, even like, the way they coach handled that shit, right? Like, yo, he coached them their freshman year and then Boogie, right after they won states, because he got his, his stats back up. He was in college coaching NCAA level. Did they do two years with him, though? I think they did two years so with him. So in real life, it's only one. Oh, I can't okay. remember in the movie if it was one or two. But in real life, it was... In the movie, I do think it was two. Yeah. But in real life, it was only that freshman year. Then after that, he boogied. Oh, something else I found out. Um, But what's so crazy is, I mean, they tried to... Him as a bad guy, but yeah. Lil Drew and McGee, they, y'all wouldn't play for him. Yeah, yeah. He the reason that y'all went to college. It's one thousand percent. Um, still at the crib. But also yeah. thought it was dope, and I wish they would have did just a little bit more with this. It ain't a big deal, but old boy who they was beefed out with at first, who joined the team, who they was like, yo, he keep getting kicked out of schools. Yeah. Now he over here because he got expelled again. And I'm like, what was up with that? So they said in real life. Dog was like a super troubled kid in Akron, but like mad talented yeah. at basketball. And um, they said when he came to St. Vincent, St. Mary's, it was like, in reality, he didn't get into a fight and they helped him and all that shit. And that's how they became crew. They was like, over time, it was just like, he just started softening up. Like, I'm lonely. I don't have no friends here. And y'all trying to be my friend and I'm fighting it. But in reality, I, I ain't Because when they got into that fight, I'm thinking like, I can tell there was something deeper there. Yeah, he was kind of yeah. brushing under the rug, but like, what y'all? I didn't yeah, no, nah, but they said Dog had like a real, I mean, I mean, most kid in the hood type story. Like, life was fucked up. Everything was bad, and he really ain't had no friends because he kept getting kicked out of these schools. Some, 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 that's why your life fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> they was like, when he got over there, they just said over time during they, uh, his first season at St. Vincent, St. Mary's, he eventually just starts saying like Fuck it I hang with y'all I eat at lunch with y'all Like I'm a kick it Cause I don't really have Nobody else here So I wonder how Cause we can't really Break this movie down Scene by scene mm-mm, and shit mm-mm. But like In the beginning of it They was They been playing ball Since they was 10 years yeah, old AU all day You know what I'm saying In the backyard uh, Matter of fact They were playing on A Salvation Army team Yeah facts You know what I'm saying The, the, the shooting the, stars The shooting stars yeah. or Whatever And which I respected Because 
Like I just respected that whole thing and how his pops was saying like why he did it the whole nine yards. Yeah. Playing video games in the basement. Like we all did that shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, I wonder how truthful it was when Lil Drew researched the coach and went up there and all that shooting the three-pointers and like talking to him and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I really respected that. And that's that's a portion of the movie, a portion of it why I thought it was like narrated like from his his point of view. And then when LeBron was getting bigger and his father, who's the coach of them now, um, recruiting, like they always showed him and his relationship with him. Yeah. How the coach came back and talked to him. Yeah. It was like, and it was his father who was a coach and gave yeah. all that, like, it was like. So I was reading something on Lil Drew, um, a couple of things. One, they said that uh, he didn't in real life. I love like getting the real life version yeah. of shit and, and just kind of seeing how they portrayed it in the movie. So they was like in real life, him and the coach at uh at St. Vincent, St. Mary's, he didn't have to go convince him. They was like, he already the coach already knew Lil Drew from the AU circuit. Yeah. And they was like, because of Lil Drew's dad, Big Drew, they was like, he just kind of was familiar with their family. And they was like, he told Lil Drew flat out, like, you can always come play for me because I seen you play. Like, I know you can hoop. And so they was like, in real life, that's what... In real life, Lil Drew not as, as little as Lil Drew was in the movie. Yeah, well, not now. They said when they started school, yeah. he was under five feet. That's crazy. Yeah. So freshman year, he really was that little. But then he went and played overseas for 12 years. Yep, and, yep. and did the same, dog. Um, and, like, dude, big dude that, uh, that they had the beef with who became the, the Fab Five later... Matter of fact, let me tell you, uh, I didn't like this. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, it's not that I didn't like it. It was like, yo, that's what this, that's the best y'all got for my man's. Oh shit! Sion um, went yeah. on to play football at Ohio State University. Yep. He later released a rap album featured on the NBA 2K video game franchise. Yeah, like, like that's that's major. That's major. I played at Ohio State. Then I released the and rap I released, album. Released the album that was hey. on T- 2K, bro. A rap out Yeah uh, And then um, So Lil Drew Went on to play For Coach Dan Brunt At, at University, University of Akron, Akron Where yep. he became The all time leader In assist He later played 12 years 12 seasons in Europe Yeah That's big um, Romeo Yeah that's dog yep. uh, Played for the University of Akron And was elected To the 2019 Akron Basketball Hall of Fame Along with Coach Dan Brunt And Lil Drew yeah. After graduating, he had a successful career as a professional basketball player overseas. It looks like he a coach now. Yeah. So that's from the movie. He was coaching one of the other teams in the movie. Ah, yeah, I get yeah, you. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, Willie went on to become athletic director at his alma mater, St. Vincent, St. Mary in Akron, yeah. Ohio. He's also works at the primary school now, though. Yeah. Um, He's luckily He does something that the, Matter of fact I'm going to read it So he was athletic director He just left his position uh-huh. To lead one of Bron's uh, charities His final day at St. Vincent St. Mary's Is on July 20th When is this When did this come out This was last year I feel like year. he got to be 22 Yeah, yeah. That's what I read His yeah. final day at St. Vincent Was on July 29th He said to begin work And we are a family coach With the LeBron James Foundation mm-hmm. On August 1st So yeah And he also started his own charity that he's running Fucked up part though They said he got married In 2022 Um They was like His brother Got killed Like right around The same Damn. time man. Yeah So that was fucked up man. But um These Sa- cats Sound like they doing 
I mean, with their the, lives, um, and they still friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is amazing to see when you to have friends from when you ten years old. Yeah, and now y'all all hitting the forty year old mark. So, yeah, um, I, it's something different, man. Like you and I both have close friend groups that yeah. we've been friends with for a very long time, yeah. right? Um, and I don't see it changing. <laughs> so these is cats who I I'm gonna be friends with for the rest of my life, man. 30, 40, 50 years out, hopefully, God willing, man. And I think um it's really interesting to see this play out the way it did because a lot of times them high school friendships don't transition well, bro. No, they don't. So even for him to have like Willie McGee, yo, you was at our alma mater, now you at my charity, like you working with me, we're still that close that you're like within my my business circle. That means something, dog. Like, but I also look at it like, damn, them four cats still in Akron. I don't know that they want to be anywhere else. That's the other part, right? Because I, I was looking online, just, you know, seeing what people's thoughts were about the film. And a lot of folks were saying like, oh, why he ain't put them in position like he got Maverick and like he got, and I'm like, Maverick does a different job. It's a different thing, bro. It's a different thing. Yeah, also man. like that they didn't, even though Maverick was like a big part of their senior year championship because they said he came in and like cooked on a couple of games when Brown was suspended. But um, I like that they didn't loop in the other friends that we know Brian to have and to have developed these big business relationships with. Because, hey, man, end of the day, this is about this group. The Fab Four that became the, the Fab team. Five, bro. It's about the team, it's bro. About the, I like the how they handled stars. that. It's about the shooting stars. Um, and yo, like, man. I, I say this all the time. When people bring up the Bible and different things, like we tell them a specific story. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are things that we did not talk about in this story that don't mean they don't exist and never happened. That's not the story we was telling. Yeah. If I wrote a book on the life of John F. Kennedy... What if John F. Kennedy had two cocker spaniels? Yeah, it may not, Mike. It may not make the book, but he still had two dogs, and them two dogs bit somebody That's down real. the street. Like, That's real. It's just, it's just not. It's not. It's not the story that I'm telling. He could have had two best friends who was one was seven feet tall, the other was seven five seven, yeah. and they was twins. That's not making the book because so, it's not. It's not important to the story. So it is one thing that I noticed. And I only noticed it because I'm aware of, similar to you, like I didn't know or need to know a bunch about LeBron's high school experience, right? But some of the things I was aware of, I was like vividly aware of. And one of those things was the racism that they experienced early on at St. Vincent St. Mary's. Um, first couple of years for them especially was not fun. Uh, they said flat out, we were outcasts, not only in school, but when we came home, yeah. everybody on the block was like, y'all some sellouts. And like, they made a very brief mention of the sellout piece when they was playing Bucktool. But I was like, damn, I am kind of curious why they didn't explore any of the, they were like, we experienced some real racism at that Catholic school. Man, I wanted to, uh, that's actually, I'm glad you mentioned that. When I said we don't, we can't go through this scene by scene. Yeah. I was about to say, I do want to talk about some themes in the movie. Yeah. yeah. And this was one of the themes I wanted to, to talk about is like how it feels to go to your neighborhood school's rival or something. Mm -hmm. Or basically you go from the black school that everybody's in the neighborhood, but you go play with the white folks. Yeah. And 
in the movie, I wanted to be like, nigga, it ain't my fault that weak ass coach said I couldn't play because I'm too short. Yeah. I, I don't know if that actually happened yeah. in real life or not. But uh, I would have been like, nigga, don't be mad at me, mad at him. Look what he lost. And it's, look, man, if I'm. But if, if niggas gonna do anything, and I'm saying that for, for a reason, it's gonna jump to conclusions for sure. That's a fact. But like one of the first things I noticed, I think it was like day one of them being at St. Vincent, St. Mary's, they showed them, and it was kind of like a wide shot of them in like the library. And me and Shorty at the same time was like, well, look at all the resources they got there. Nigga, library was beautiful, dog. And it was like, hmm. I Again, not that you couldn't have gone to Buckdoor or your neighborhood joint, but I can see the benefits of going to a school like this, right? Because um, educationally, you might just have a better chance at getting out of there another way if this sport thing don't go the right way. And for a lot of folk, that sport thing don't go that way, bro. So I need a better education to make sure that people are really taking my application seriously when I'm trying to go to college. Like, it's just a reality, dog. So I'm never mad at, like, I've seen people here um, back in the day, Chris Weber going to Country Day. That's that sort of combo, right? Like, why he ain't go to that? And I'm like, bro, you understand, like we and you, me and you have both talked like, yo, <laughs> Country Day back in the day as a teenager sounded wild to me. Like, what? Place. I'm going to go over there. I'm going to live on camp. I'm going to what? Be away from my, what? Nah. But now I'm like, damn, that experience right there. Woo. That school right there. Woo. It's a whole different life, bro. And it's, it's some, like. It's some shit that you want for your children in real life. But, bro, I start to question, like, do we. Because we say all this shit that we, and not we as in me and you, but like just black folks, that all this better shit that we want for our families and our children and this access that we want to give them. But then we also shun it when others do it. And so in that shunning, I feel like we also, we end up turning our kids away from wanting to take part in the shit that we're trying to get them access to. And we do it. It's our fault. Come on, man. Like this shit is unreasonable. It's very... Not okay Because we aren't really allowing our kids The chance to have a say in their future Because we we're not showing them The benefits of the future we're trying to give them Because all they see is us Clowning motherfuckers Like you look at the parents in that in that scene With Buckdell and them when they were playing St. Vincent St. Mary's Bro if I'm a student and my dad Is going off on LeBron Calling him a sellout Crazy I'm looking at that like, damn, he a sellout for going to a better school and getting a better opportunity and getting better resources. Like, so you think that I'm only here for your fucking enjoyment, man? Forget my life. What's better for my children? Uh, the better education or anything yeah. like that. You feel that I should go to this dude school just for your fucking enjoyment, man? And. Y'all are getting mad when another person says, yo, shut up and dribble. Yo, you just hear the hoop. That's it. We don't want to hear nothing about your thoughts, your opinions, your ideas. But then it's like, yo, that's what we be saying, though. All we wanted that nigga to do was come play for us. Why you go play for them? You should have played for us. You don't care nothing else about me, dog. Nothing. Bro, I, I would love to know. And that's one of the things I wish they would have just jumped into a little bit more. I get why they didn't. The movie's only two hours. It's only yeah. so much you're going to explore, especially when you're talking about four different and later five different people plus a coach. They try to bring it in when they threw that um, that coffee where they were like, next time it's going to be a brick. So they, they got alluded to, to some of the stuff they was going through. Yeah. 
but not real. So also when they drove past, <laughs> that was a wild overreaction. <laughs> Don't throw a coffee at me, bro. Nick say, roll the window down, <laughs> my nigga. <laughs> this Akron, right? Yeah, Akron about to get the cracking. Throw Yo. some shit at my windshield. Yo. Old ass nigga. I just seen a video on uh, Instagram earlier today. It's a cat on there who be doing like Chicago do's and don'ts. Yeah. And one of his do's and don'ts was like. Rolled out of window. Well, he was like, if you riding through a, a neighborhood and you not. He was like, first of all, don't ride slow. He was like, turn your music up. Because he was like, most people trying to creep. So he was like, if you got some music on, he was like, blast your shit. So niggas don't think you on some. But he was like, whatever you do. Do not roll your window down as you going by the people. Nah. Because he was like, that's just not how you want to move over here, dog. <laughs> like, don't do it. It's not funny, though. Don't do it. But that's what that one nigga shut up to the car. <laughs> <laughs> they roll the window down. That nigga let that bitch Hey, homie, you need some. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Yo, that's fucking crazy. That's wild. That's crazy, dog. I'm sorry. But. I'm like, what here's why you and dog roll that window down? <laughs> My man looked like he was a hey, your window down. That boy threw a whole venti at them niggas, dog. Don't do that to me. I'm pulling up. Don't do that to me. I'm pulling yeah, up. I, I'm they didn't react off. the way I needed them to react. I'm pulling up. I'm cutting off. Come on, huh? And I'm getting off. <laughs> Pause. <Dog. laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Um, something else that I thought uh was really dope. And I, I would have liked to see more just because I fuck with my man, uh, Algie. I would have loved to see him and Willie McGee dynamic a little bit more. They kind of touched on it and said like, yo, they they from Chicago initially. Their parents was strung out addicts. He got them at 18. His brother got them at 18. Yeah. And I, they, I love that. I just would like to, to see a little more. They tried to because like, what we would like to see is from the adult person. Yeah. yeah. This was like PG-13 or something like that. Yeah. So when they was at the basketball hoop that night when he was shooting, they had a, like a quote-unquote little moment or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was brief, but like the the, the deeper interpersonal stuff, yeah. I don't think it's really made for the 13-year-old. Yeah. I think I, that little, that, little ty- that, that smaller stuff probably insinuates it, and they probably think that moment was bigger than what it was. Yeah. For us, now nah, you got to explain it to me. Just a little bit more, dog. Yeah. Just give me a little bit more. But um, no, man. And you know what? I would have loved to see just more of in general because I, I do feel like they left. His was the most uneven. Uh, Sien, Sheen, yeah. however you pronounce his name, man. Pardon me for that. Um, Just because I'm like, again, not only him being dual sport, but when I read like, yo, he basically had to quit the team to go play football because he knew in NCAA, I'm not getting a basketball scholarship. It was like he knew because his size, his stats, it wasn't happening. But for football, I had the talent to go do that. And yeah. it's like, bro, you went on to play at Ohio State. That's big. You wasn't you wasn't no no slouch out here. Like you was that dude. Um, I would have loved to just see a little bit more focus on him. But again, I understand with these characters, it's only so much you're gonna be able to give us, especially when Lil Drew. Caleb McLaughlin's the biggest actor in this movie um, from Stranger Things. He did an excellent job. He was wonderful. Like, this made me want to see him in more and dramatic he pieces. He was, but he looked like he could hoop. Yeah. Um, dog that played LeBron, let me get his real name just so I could shout him out. Um, he definitely got that LeBron dunk down pat. Marcus Cook, nicknamed Mookie. He's currently a high school basketball player. So, whatever school he goes to, <laughs> Yo, put my man on the yeah. team. Yo, yo, stock just rose. I don't, I don't care 
if he was that dude or not at the team, his stock just rose, man. Um, and then, dog, I just honestly, bro, I love movies like this where young folks carry such big. Yeah. Like, this is dope, man. This, I wasn't I wasn't sure when the movie started uh-huh. how much of an impact Wood Harris was going to be on the movie. Because he seemed like a side character at first. Yeah, yeah. But his his character got really really involved. Yeah, because I don't know the story. I didn't know that his he ended up being a coach and shit like that. But Facts. Like, and then kind of conversations he was having with LeBron or whatnot. How I had a feeling, just seeing how, how cool they were before, mm-hmm. and me not knowing any of them professionally now in the space of basketball. Mm-hmm. I was like waiting for the shoe to drop because it got to be tough to. To play with LeBron. Man, and to know that your dad is coaching him. Like, I play with you, and I got... So, I, too, was curious about that, right? And I read up a little bit more on um, Lil Drew and Big Drew, and they said a lot of the... They said they... In the movie, they kind of made it where it was like he was definitely trying to be a father to him, but while also trying to be a coach and father figure to these other players. But they was like, in reality, they was like, they actually had like a really big... Not fallout, but a big rift. And they was like, it wasn't directly because of LeBron. They was like, his dad... They thought his dad... Lil Drew thought his dad was too focused on basketball and not enough on just, yo, be my dad, bro. And it reminded me of... um, I mean, the nigga reading them John Wooten books in the, Come on, in the crib. Come on, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you're you're deep. You in deep at that point, man. And I, I think they might have on some double entendre showed that, but I assumed he was looking at his dad funny while he was conducting business at the table because yeah, yeah, it was yeah. business from LeBron yeah. and not like, my nigga, we trying to eat as yeah. a family. Because clearly it and looked that, like y'all eat as family every day. So that's the double on Andre, right? Is, yo, nigga, yeah, you conducting business for LeBron. You hyping LeBron to these uh, scouts and other people and da-da-da. And that's, you know, I'm your son. But then on the flip side, yo, fam, you this OD about coaching this team that you can't just sit down and eat real quick? Like, Got an hour, bro. You can't give us an hour. And they was like, that was the real, the real fallout between the two of them in real life. He's still um, the coach there. <laughs> hey, hey, because you got to grow up and do your own thing, son. Like, is that is that team good? I don't know that they're like as I, they're not as good as they were when LeBron and them was there. I know that. Um, they was, ain't no kill. I know that. But they had they had a four year window. Like, how do you? LeBron, I don't know that he let the fame go to his head because he yeah. seemed he's has been he has seemed pretty composed the whole way through. Factual, but let's just say he did. I'm 16. Damn, how do you not? Like, <laughs> like we were just on here, and I'm not going to dive into this, but we were on the previous episode of the pod, just talking a little bit about uh, Zion and some of the things that he's been accused of doing and involved in the last week or so, and. Uh, Fam, he's 22. I tell you when I stopped liking LeBron. <laughs> 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 this nigga was in the league and shit. <laughs> he had like, it was two different reasons. Okay. He had like a party at the, at the, what did the Fillmore used to be called? Because it wasn't always the Fillmore. It was the something else theater. Oh, shit. Um, let me look this shit up. The one right next to the Fox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, it used to be called something different. Uh, st- 
State Theater. State Theater. State Theater. Yeah. He had a yep, fucking. Yep. Uh, he had a. I was so hurt. That one picture you just showed up there. Yeah. I was there. I took that same picture too. Harry? Dave Chappelle joint. Oh wow. Um, it's something to just say like Dave Chappelle at yeah. whatever. I one hundred percent took that same picture right there. Yeah, that's on my Instagram. That's um, funny, man. I could have been my. <laughs> <laughs> that could be oh, my. They got picture. your IP. Low key, that could be my picture. Come on, get my man his uh, IP back. Yeah, he, he was here on Detroit. Maybe his first or second year. He was here in Detroit, and uh, he threw a party. You know how they be Yeah And Like it was this super cold girl I was infatuated with Yeah Like this motherfucker Was the The coldest in the world She was at the party And she was explaining how That nigga would look at None of the women (laughs) (laughs) Like who was this nigga yeah. To not look at the most beautiful girl I ever seen in my fucking life at yeah. the time. Yeah. Like, what kind of stuck up nigga is this? Whole time he would Savannah. <laughs> this nigga being faithful. <laughs> this old faithful this old, punk. This nigga faithful. <laughs> look at this guy. I'm, I'm, a, I'm offended that you're not liking the quality of the women we got here. So, and, and it was this other thing. Uh, I was reading this article in ESPN magazine. He was at like one of the Make a Wish foundations or some shit. Okay. And uh, he's supposed to go in at a certain time, but he's playing video games. He started talking to himself in third person. LeBron don't do such a stuff. <laughs> I'm like, yo, if you don't get this nigga the fuck out of here. And so then, that's how. Uh, and then we Detroit and that's Cleveland. Yeah. Like, Derrick done. Rose said when I. <laughs> when he was a free agent and, you know, this, the Miami decision year or whatever. And they was like, um, when the Bulls. Everybody tried to get Bron. That's just what it was. Yeah. And they said when the Bulls went at him, Derrick Rose was like, you know, the. President and the team, they had me call him, you know. I'm the leader of the Bulls. Yeah. And he was like, he called him that boy Brian. He was like, he just kept calling himself the king. Like, you know how Derrick Rose talking. <laughs> he was like, he was he like, like called himself he was like, king. he just kept saying, like, you know, why should the king come to Chicago? <laughs> and he was like, I just I couldn't get down with it, dog. He was like, maybe the king should. So he was like, when they asked me, like, I just said, look, man, he a great player. <laughs> but they was like, he couldn't deal with the third person shit, bro. The last time. Most in the year in the past, yeah, that Derrick Rose had like a non-injury free year. Yeah, he was MVP of the league. Yeah, that's how cold he was. Derrick Rose was that guy. The year after he won the MVP, he started having injuries. Now he still had a cold career. He's yeah, hooping this man. year, ain't he? Uh, shit. Yeah, he was with the Knicks. This year. Yeah, 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 yeah. He still, he still man. really good. Yeah, like, it wasn't but a few years ago. I think that was. Four seasons ago now when He was with the Timberwolves And he had that 50 point game And when the reporter Hit him with the mic She asked him like Yo how are you feeling And he just broke down Like I work my fucking ass yeah. off dog. Bro I cried all night At ESPN dog Cause Derrick Rose One of them Yes So like he Derrick Rose had An Iverson effect On a lot of folks man. Did you ever see The, the documentary He did on himself Yeah And, and like, it was phenomenal And it was fucked up because he walked into there saying, I'm not getting traded. Mm-hmm. They just, I just got the phone number. They told me I'm straight. I'm yeah. straight. I'm straight. Yep. Everything's good. And while he's shooting the documentary on himself, he gets the phone call that he's traded. Yeah. And he came back and tried to do the interview again, but he like breaking down the crap. Like, fam, y'all know how much I mean to this city. And yeah. what, like, why'd yeah. y'all do me why this y'all way? Why y'all do that? And people are, because, you know, obviously he just completed his, uh, his season with the Knicks. Um, they said that. Chicagoans are like 
on the on the team, like go ahead and bring him back so he can retire as a bull. Like do it right, bro. For sure. Do it right. Um speaking of documentaries, uh, and basketball related documentaries. Also watch him on Matt Fawford podcast. Yo. Factual. Yo, Derrick Rose never sugarcoat shit. He will hundred percent will say that shit exactly how it is. Yeah. That's that that's that Midwest shit though. Yeah. That's how we come out, man. Um speaking of documentaries on basketball, I know I talk a lot of shit about Tubi. <laughs> Kevin Durant has an amazing documentary on Tubi called Q Ball. And it's about basketball players in San Quentin. Mm. Bro, when I tell you this shit is phenomenal, dog. You telling me it's a nigga upstate better than Jordan, but then get that break? Come on, man. Come on, nah. He ain't get it, bro. But it's literally about... Um, executive produced by Kevin Durant, Q Ball is about talented basketball players currently serving time in San Quentin that could have possibly played the sport at the collegiate level or beyond. Um, currently streaming on Tubi. Kevin Durant ain't playing. Bro, Kevin Durant wants a billion dollars and he wants it by the end of the year. Because <laughs> he doing, Kevin Durant is reminding me of a lot of like business wise, he giving me Brian, he giving me Andre Iguodala. He invested in a lot of shit, man, and a lot of it be really quality. And I enjoy what he's doing out there. Go watch Q Ball on Tubi. Um, yo, man, back to uh to the to the shooting stars joint. Something I really enjoyed about this documentary, and it or I'm sorry, this uh biopic of sorts. Um, I have a thing with biopics. I want you to get the best actor. I'm not as concerned about do they look exactly like the person they're portraying. Big facts. I really enjoyed the actors they selected for every role in this movie. If you showed me all the real people, I wouldn't have cared if they like dog didn't necessarily look like LeBron. He did sometimes. He had sure. some moments, he but did, I'm like, he definitely looked like young when, LeBron when they put the headband on him. Yeah, it got a little LeBron-y Same but, color. Yeah, we got the green joint with the, the yeah. that it didn't that brung up the uh, Sports Illustrated. Joint. Yeah, like it was. It's close enough to be like, oh, I, I know who. Yo, you. I just when I think about biopics, dog, I really, really think that it would because Caleb McLaughlin didn't look like Lil Drew. He light skin. <laughs> yeah, like that. He looked like a whole different person. But I think when you get the actor who can play the role the best, we have to try our best to get out of that. His character don't look like him at all. He was lighter and he dark skin as hell. Yeah, but it's like, bro, when you get actors who can just portray the role well, I think that would serve us with biopics a lot better. Come on, man. Nigga looked nothing like Easy E till they put the Jerry curl on. They that gentleman. Acted so well as Easy E. By the end of the movie, he looked like him. Fam, you know who did that first? Angela Bassett as Tina Turner. Doesn't look anything like Tina Turner in real life. Nope, not at all. But if you act the part well, and we do our regular hair and makeup because we got to your hair, makeup, costume going to be do not look like Ray Charles. Come on, fam. But he embodied that role so bad, so good. Hey, fam. In that movie, he was Ray Charles. Denzel and Malcolm. No. Not in real life. I get it when you cut the hair and you dye it red you and you put the they, glasses on. One, you know why they called him Detroit Red? Come on, man. So there's two reasons. One, there was two people they called Red. Facts. One was the St. Louis Red yep. and one was Detroit Red. Yep. St. Louis Red is Red Fox. 
and Detroit Red was Malcolm X because they was high yellow. I mean, they was red. Yeah, they yellow, was literally you know red bones. And we gotta tell you niggas apart. So yeah. that Detroit Red. Yeah. St. Louis Red. Uh Denzel is not a tall, light-skinned man. He not a red bone at all. brown hair. Come on, man. But you know what that movie taught us? Hey, if you give most black men a high fade, no facial hair, and some thick black reading glasses, they too might resemble Malcolm X. But the point is, when you get the right cast for a biopic, worrying about what... Because like we be saying shit that just... Like, yo, the only person who could play this. And it'd be like a rapper. And it's like, fam, he ain't never acting in his life. But just because he looked like... Dog, we think he could play him. Like, no, I bro. I don't, I don't watch you. I don't watch Wu-Tang. Yeah. That, this, the series. Whatever. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. I just never did. I'm fairly... Sh- I've never seen Dave He. I mean, Dave East... Uh, East. Um, as Method Man, yeah, I hear he does like a wonderful job. He does do a really good job. Is you think he's the only person who could play ref- <laughs> Method I'm Man? I'm certain they could have found a tall, light skinned guy with a gruffy beard. Now, because he is a rapper from New York, it helped. You feel me? It helped. That's what Meth, I was he was on Breakfast Club this morning. He said he spent some time with him. He's like, man, I'm not about to tell you how to be me. Like, nigga, you a rapper from New York. Don't be me Because I wasn't being meth man I was being me yeah. And you got that shit in you already yeah. So just Be a New York rapper Yeah And so to that point It's funny that He said that And that you mentioned that Because when I first Started watching Wu-Tang And You have to watch Wu-Tang For at least two seasons Before that Method Man character Really start getting Some screen time Because um, early on It's just It's very limited But I legit was like Yo Davies just being Davies or like who I imagine Dave East to be. Like, yeah. you a New York rapper? Like, nigga, you already you talk like that. Your voice just so happens to be damn near as raspy as you just, methods, And you also happen to be physically the same stature yeah, he bro, was at that age. You a 6'5 dude too, man. That's so wild that he used to hoop with Kevin Durant. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and his brother. That's just insane. But, um, yo, man, I thought that Shooting Stars was done really well. Um, I thought that they picked the right cast for this movie and I thought that they did a very good balance of making it a family movie, but dramatic enough for adults to sit and be entertained too, man. Cause like my pops watched this a couple weeks ago and my pops is very, it's hard for my dad to not like a movie cause he likes most things. Um, and he's just, he can find the entertainment value in pretty much whatever. But if he starts to go into detail about what he likes, I'll know for real, like, all right, this might be decent. Man. And, um, when I talked to him about shooting stars, he was like, yo, them kids, they was cool, bro. And he was like, just talking about, and I'm like, I love Except this, one thing, there Uh-oh. was two things that I didn't like. This has nothing to do with acting. Okay. All to do with wardrobe. Um, the uh, the enhancement they gave Willie around his hairline. Oh man, they went too far. They did. Why they do that? How old is Willie in real life? Why does <laughs> like they went too far? Uh, and the and not as bad. Yeah, but I can tell that uh, Lurch had on a fucking wig. For the hair. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. But um, some kids Romeo, who, yeah. yeah. But some kids who like poor, their hair look like that. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not, it's not, but them two things, I'm like, <laughs> they very much gave him, and then I started noticing too, as LeBron's fame heightened, his haircut got better. Like he got mad crispy. That's which, how but it made me notice everybody else's haircut was not as crispy. And I was like, mm, I don't like this. He's he slipping out. Yo, they just invited me to a party, family 17. Yeah. 
Yeah. What part are you going to? Yeah. No, so why are they giving you liquor? It's Mr. Nasty Time. Yeah. Why are they giving you liquor, my G? And like, yeah, what celebs is in Akron? That's that like was party. on the road. Oh, yeah, that was a, a road game. You're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What was that? What was that game at? I feel like they played it at like University of Akron. But that was also a big game. Like people were there. Even if that was they lost in that Akron. Game too. Yeah. And they kept they were showing the buses. Like, I don't know yeah. that was in Akron. Yeah. Wherever it was, <laughs> Mellow smoked niggas, <laughs> dog. Hey man. Um they never closed up on the Mellow character. So dog used to dude that played uh Mellow in the movie used to play I can't at tell which one was Mellow. Was uh, it the Braids or the Afro? Braids. Or yeah. no, no, no. Afro. Um, he played at U of M, the guy that played Mellow in the movie. I thought that was, you know, cool little Michigan connect. Um, it was something I was finna say that I was like, mm, they could have, they could have tightened this up on the movie a little bit better. I'm fucking blanking. Oh, I would have liked, and this is just me because we lived through that era to the point we just talked about it. Jay called the radio station. I would have liked them to go a little bit deeper on the Hummer controversy, nigga. Cause that shit blew up. Like, that was like a major niggas was calling his mama, yo, she the stupidest mom. Why would she do that? She fucking up his draft stock. He going like that was a thing, dog. And I would have liked him to touch a little bit more on that just because I know that was a big deal. But some of this shit, I also feel like LeBron was like, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, we're not doing that. I don't want to talk about that. No, because now this gonna be this gonna be a this gonna be a topic of yeah, around the yeah. whole morning. So what's it's funny in real life, when he got suspended from the team for the jersey shit, I know in the movie they showed him like go sit down and like give this speech and all that. In real life, LeBron hired a lawyer to get him back on the court. Are y'all about to do this shit to me? Yeah. That boy had a whole legal team. Team at 17, dog. Hey, man. Um, I really did enjoy this movie. I enjoyed it a lot more than I anticipated. You think or whatever that nigga name is, is going to be what he, they say no, he's going to do? No. I, I, do, I do not believe he's going to I don't be. think he's that... Let me not say I don't think he's that nice. Because what I've seen from him, he's nice. I'm not... I ain't a hater. But at the next level, I don't know. He's going to have to show me something, dog. He's going to he gonna have to eat. Yes. Because it's also not a lot of cats that size yeah, that come in and dominate. Yo, Kevin Durant, Brandon Ingram, Anthony Davis. Them yo three. And what's interesting, when you look at Kevin Durant when he came in the league, when you look at him now, he's yeah. put on a lot of Oh, size. he's put on a lot of weight. A so lot did, of weight. Um, and um, Anthony Davis. And Brandon freak. Ingram. Oh, well, you, no. Nah. Giannis hit them roids. <laughs> I, th- I always thought that if Tayshaun Prince put on 15, 10 to 15 pounds of muscle, oh my God, he would have been a- He was Scottie Pippen. Fam. Like he was, if he was Scottie Pippen's size with his actual height and length, like Bro. he's going to be unstoppable, but he never grew. If Tayshaun had put on weight, that would have been absurd. Like though. that little back down that he had, like yeah. he wouldn't have been able to do anything with it, but he never, well, some yeah. people frame just not built for that. Yeah, like, I can't true. even say like, yo, you didn't get into the gym. He probably was, but like, your body is your body. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. Wimbia. Wim. Eh. Look, man. If he is good as advertised, bonjour. Salute to dog, man. But I, I, I'm having a hard time seeing him come in and be able to play his style at that size. Because listen, and sustain it. Because sustainability in the NBA for cats who are shaped like him is difficult, bro. Injuries come a dime a dozen, my dog. I don't care about no seven foot nigga who can shoot the three. Because you not down low. You Facts. at the three-point line. Facts. Facts. So I just get a shooting guard. Your size is making you ineffective for what 
somebody at your size should yeah. be doing. So like, if the if if y'all center is at the three point line, my center is under the rim, and once he missed his three pointer, yeah, he get the rebound. Yeah. Hey man, if you want your center to shoot threes, get a small four. Like if I don't, I don't. Uh. Yo, so it's funny because I know a lot of the world is seeing this right now as the finals happen, dog. But I think Denver does a masterful job at allowing Joker to do all. Yeah, like he play he one hundred percent plays down low. But boy, I get right at the top of the key. Yep. And blast this bitch just one time, dog. Like they do a wonderful job at putting him in the right spot and making sure that him as a seven footer, he still takes advantage of his size. They don't just like, cause that's where I feel like with Anthony Davis, dog, like early on in his career, yo, he played down low and the three was like a specialty. It was like, oh, I give you one just to let you know you could get it. Now, he out there more than he down low and then he get down low and it's like he can't play the same no more. He They got him defending cats on the wings so much, he see the Joker and don't know how to defend this nigga. They got to bring in Rui uh, Hachimura out this motherfucker, dog. Shit was crazy, man. Anyway, I'm not going to like y'all out. Um, Yo, turn on your Peacock subscription. Go see uh, Shooting Stars. It was a really good movie. It's something you can watch with the kids or the adults in your house or something you can watch by yourself. Maybe you'll be lonely like Romeo was in a movie and then you can make some friends. I don't know. Shit was fire. Um, if you have not watched it yet, go watch Missing on Netflix with Nia Long. Um, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, that'll be coming up very soon. Uh, also, Patreon subscribers, we are going to get y'all some silo content coming soon. Because the last two episodes jumped the fuck off. Man. And I think they only got one more. Somebody told me they was only doing eight. So if they only Man. doing eight, that means we right here. I don't know about that. I don't know if they doing eight or ten. But I know either way, we either right at the finale or... We getting close to the penultimate joint. So either way, man, catch up on Silo if you haven't already, because we're going to be over on the Patreon very soon. Um, Non-Patreon subscribers will be back with a missing review next time y'all hear from us, man. But in the meantime, y'all already know what it is. And Jay, This Week in Culture, follow us on everything on the socials, This Week in Culture, man. I got 10 episodes. Oh, it's 10? Even better, man. Silo coming up. Um, yo, man, get at us, get caught up on all the things. Thank you to everybody who listened. Thank you to everybody who supported, uh, the everything is both podcasts. Oh, um, shit. speaking yo. of that, yo, um, everything both. I just got to clarify some shit. Yeah. yeah because Cause everything is both. We got it from the source. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, While Jay is pulling that up, I just want to say everything is both is now also available to stream on prime. Not just Apple. So for y'all non-Apple folks, go stream it. Yo, uh, Jaquavis showed us some love. You feel me? My man. Uh, but he did want to say this. I want to give y'all some insights on a few things. Did y'all notice that the same technique he used to catch Daisha was the same technique he used to get the maid? Mm. Send someone in through the front, catches them when they come out the back. Mm. I did not pick that up at the front. Um, I didn't either until I saw his text. Then I had to go rewind it. Yeah. Important thing to note. He wrote the movie, he wrote Movie Wait, a book, 10 years ago, which was the book that this story was based on. So Queen of Slim stole that shit from me. Come on, nah. come on, <laughs> nah. we, talk your shit. we meant that we mentioned that shit a lot. But yeah. I wrote a book 10 years ago, and that's where that came from. 
Watch uh, watch old girl that wrote Queen and Slim come on and be like, yo, I wrote Queen and Slim 32 years ago. A white man actually wrote it. I know. I know. And old girl directed uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. I also said I love the way y'all caught that bebop and rock steady thing. Took a little thing from my childhood and put it in the movie. Um, shout, shout out to him. He said he really appreciated whole nine. Because uh, we kept it a buck. Yeah, you feel me? yeah, got them jokes off, <laughs> and that's the thing, yo. Um, unless you put out just some pure dog shit, I'm a, I'm gonna keep it real about your content. I'm gonna tell you what I liked, what I thought could have been maybe improved upon, man. But with that movie, man, it was a lot of positives in there, and it was just enjoyable, man. But this be your first foray in a, mo- a major motion picture or a motion picture? Jesus Christ! And I think he really, really could appreciate. How much we picked up on the direction and some of them camera skills and some like bro, it was real shit happening in this movie, man. Outside of just the plot and two actors who we really fuck with, so check out everything is both. It's available wherever you stream now. Because if you stream on uh, Prime, it's there. If you stream on Apple TV, it's over there. Don't act like we ain't tell you, man. Um, for those of y'all who played the the movie, or I'm sorry, the pod, and didn't even watch the movie yet. Appreciate that stream, but go get my man Jaquavius that stream too, man. It's worth your money, trust me. Um, and it's it makes the pod even better when you're familiar with the content. So make sure y'all go check that out. Watch missing. Watch missing on Netflix, man. We coming back real soon with that. And in the meantime, I'm Ant. That's Jay. This weekend culture episode three seventeen. We out.